News Digest, 27th of October 3308. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Hadrian is the Emperor's new friend. There's a clamour for unity and Governor Dalton sets up a peace convoy as the number of Stargoys increases to eight. Isolationist Hadrian Duval, once the figurehead of the isolationist movement Nova Imperium, has come out in favour of isolationism in a move that will have surprised no one. What is perhaps surprising to Hadrian as much as anyone is that Emperor Arissa is also backing what were until recently niche policies and that Hadrian has therefore been able to unreservedly back the Emperor in her build the Imperial Navy and let the Federation and Alliance fend for themselves approach to dealing with the Thargoids. And so Hadrian, who was once a pretender to the Imperial throne and an enemy of the state, now finds himself as a, for now, loyal supporter of the Emperor. Perhaps the Emperor will find it in her heart to reward Adrian with a title. Bizarrely, it's now Princess Ashling who finds herself isolated in the Imperial family as the one person who wants to continue engaging with the other superpowers. The whole galaxy is talking about the coming Thargoid threat. For all that the scientists insist we can't be sure what the Stargoids, huge pinwheels of light shooting through the galaxy and very definitely in the direction of Sol, for all that we can't say for certain what they are, it seems inevitable that they will be something to do with the Thargoids. At their current rate of travel, the first of the Stargoids will arrive at Alpha Centauri and be asking about obtaining the permit for Sol at Halloween. So there's really not much time left to formulate a response. And so humanity is doing what humanity does best. It is panicking. The Empire wants to go it alone, yet the Citizens Chronicle reminds her that the Empire played a part in the HIP 22460 disaster and owes it to humanity to work with the other powers to put matters right. The Federation has made the Far God cult illegal, yet the Federal Free Press describes the move as a deliberate distraction from President Hudson's failure to get a grip on the Thargoid situation and suggests that, without the Empire and the Alliance, the Federation might have trouble fighting them off. Prime Minister Edmund Mahan is sure that the Alliance can manage just fine with the help of Sirius, but Deputy Prime Minister Angela Corcoran, who attended Professor Albert Ezro's symposium, reckons the Alliance should be backing the reinstatement of Aegis as a means of getting all humanity working together. The Marlinists are worried they're closer to the Stargoids than the rest of the bubble and would be delighted to cooperate with the superpowers to create a defence against them. The Sovereign recognises that not everyone shares the Thargoid Advocacy Project's desire for a negotiated settlement. Sol today charmingly points out that the Imperials and Alliance may have their faults, but at least they're not tentacled aliens bent on wiping out humanity. Quoting General Falconrath, they remind their readers that my enemy's enemy is my disposable cannon fodder. Perhaps it's Vox Galactica that sums matters up best. Despite the superpower's apparent desire to go it alone, there's a growing realisation that the Thargoids are on the point 
of unleashing something far worse than we have seen before, and that we're going to have to work together to address this existential threat. A reformed Aegis may be a banner we can form behind, or there may be other solutions. Doing nothing is not an option. Following yet another discovery, there are now eight Stargoids being tracked. But the good news is that Governor Dalton's peace convoy looks like it's going ahead. The eighth unidentified interstellar anomaly, or Stargoid, was identified late on Friday night. It's offset from the other seven Stargoids, leading to concerns that if the Thargoids like geometrical patterns, then a whole new row of the things might appear. All of the Stargoids are heading towards the human-inhabited core systems, although some, notably Stargoids 1 and 3, are much closer than others. Less than 700 light-years from Sol. The new Stargoid is now in the Uchost RQ-DA94-0 system, more than 2,000 light-years from Sol, so it seems unlikely that all the Stargoids will arrive in the bubble at the same time. Commentators fear the Stargoids, which are travelling too fast to be intercepted, but which make an interesting sound when targeted in the FSS, and which make spectacular flypasts, may be some sort of Thargoid Death Star, come to wreak a terrible vengeance for Salvation's attempt to wipe out the Thargoids. Ranged against the Thargoids and this potential new Stargoid threat, we have the Federation and Empire, which are going it alone with their military responses, and which both seem inexplicably confident that they can fight off a wasp's nest of Thargoids, despite no significant evidence that they can. And the Alliance, which is relying on the Sirius Corporation to keep it safe. Azimuth Biotech seems eager to try to re-establish itself as an anti-Xeno organisation, despite the mess it made in HIP 22460, and the remains of Aegis continues to work with the Project Seraph test subject, formerly known as D2, Ramtar and Professor Palin on Xiao Jing Ai's claim that she can interpret Thargoid communication. Palin and Ta have also been researching the green unclassified relics that you get when you feed Guardian relics into a Thargoid structure. And then there's the pro-Xeno peace movement. Federal Governor Dalton has gained just enough support to construct a flagship for the Peace Convoy the Thargoid Advocacy Project plans to send to attempt to communicate with the Thargoids so we can all live in peace together. There are some formidable barriers to overcome, such as how to prevent the Thargoids from destroying the Peace Convoy on sight, and how to communicate with them in some sort of universal language. But if they can overcome these problems, everyone will welcome the prospect of an end to the senseless war with the Thargoids. Except, perhaps, the Anti-Xeno Initiative. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News. We read the news so you don't have to.